What's up, guys? Welcome to Made of Miller, the podcast where four sisters get together and talk about all things family, relationships, and everything in between. We're your hosts, Sarah, Katie, Leah, and Leslie, and we're Made of Miller. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to our first ever episode. We're so happy that you're here today. We want to give you a look into our lives about what it looks like with four sisters under one roof. We're going to talk about our dynamic and we're just going to get right into this. So it's important that you understand the lineup. So Sarah is the oldest and then we have Katie and then Leah and of course me, Leslie. (laughs) Okay, Sarah as the oldest... Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your world, your perspective. I mean, you're the top dog of the sisters. That's right. I am. Just kidding. Please delete that. <laughs> I don't no want to no chance. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. Okay. Um, yeah. So being the oldest sister of four girls, you kind of end up being like a mini mom in a lot of ways and helping take care, even if I didn't have to like take care of you guys too much. It's like, you just take on that responsibility emotionally and um, physically, but you know, like do things around the house. I like to cook and clean and you know, whatnot. And like Leslie, she's almost six years younger than me. So she was like a little, she was my like baby in my, in my heart. Like, you know, she was my little girl. And so for many years, Leslie, when she was really young, she would sleep, sleep with me for part of the night. And, um, and it was, I just loved it. I, I loved it. Yeah. She would, she would snuggle with me in, in bed and, and then she'd end up in mom and dad's bed <laughs> through the night. Of but course. it was, it was I literally was my 12. favorite thing. I, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Can I just say something about the bed thing? Yeah. Sure. We were all obsessed with sleeping in our parents' bed. Like, Leah and I, when our mom and dad wouldn't let us sleep in their bed because we were way too big, we had to sleep in sleeping bags at the foot of their bed. Do you remember that? Yes. I do. I remember that. So we get to watch Touched by an Angel at midnight <laughs> if we woke up. Yeah, that was the best, actually. And the reason why you guys were at the foot of the bed is because I was sleeping in between mom and dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. where were you? <laughs> Baby. The favoritism. Um, and I like to sleep at the at their feet. So I'd sleep across their feet. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I would literally kill my boys if they did this to us. <laughs> I know. Poor I know. mom and dad. He is not allowed to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so being the oldest, there was a lot of those dynamics. But then there was also kind of the element where I was the oldest and, like, more, you know, responsible, quote-unquote, where my sisters sometimes didn't want to play with me. And they liked to play with each other just because I was, like, the more, like, I was more like the adult. I don't know why exactly, but that's just kind of the dynamic that happened. However, I mean, I know it's like I'd bring friends over and just like younger siblings always do, they want to play with the older sibling and their friends, and I wouldn't. So it's not like I didn't also do that same thing to them. Uh, it's just the dynamics that were created in our household. Sure, yeah. Yeah, truth be told, I put Sarah on such a pedestal. 
Like, I wanted to, like, hang out with Sarah. And, um, like, when, when she's talking about, like, the dynamic with her friends, when you're young, it's, like, stuff like that gets so magnified in your mind that it's not, like, this little thing. It's a big deal. So Leah and I kind of created this unique dynamic where we, because we felt that Sarah was just cooler than us, or not better than us, but you know what I mean, um, we became like buddies, and we were like, you're not going to keep us out, we're going to keep you out, so we started this, it's terrible, but we just had this little, I know, like, little buddy-buddy thing, but Lee and I had a pretty toxic relationship <laughs> as well, so it wasn't all roses we fought so much but we also would stay up to four o'clock in the morning playing barbies and eating sugar out of the bag and like throwing ice cubes at each other <laughs> okay katie and leah um do you guys remember this story of the time where you stayed up all night long and mom and dad made you wash dishes for a punishment <laughs> yes can you hear that story yeah, Katie, go for it. Oh, my. Well, um, Lee and I did this many times, but our punishment became uh, that we had to do the dishes because we wouldn't go to bed. So in order to keep us from staying up all night, Dad used to tell us that we needed to go and wash the dishes. So Lee and I would start washing dishes, and then all of a sudden we realized this is ridiculous and just put all the dirty dishes <laughs> In the oven so that we didn't have to clean them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not to mention, like, other kitchen cabinets. Like, we hid them in there. And I think we threw some away as well. So, they, like, we had dirty dishes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, so survival of the fittest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Katie, what about you? How do you feel like your, your role was played out as the second middle child well I mean as you guys know I've always kind of been a little bit of the black sheep of the family um I just went through some things that were really difficult and isolated me from my sisters and everyone knows about this like I just got into like a lot of trouble I was sneaking out all the time and Sarah and Leah I mean Leah even more so like her nickname growing up was the good kid and she really was like, and obviously she can tell you more about herself and her story, but like Sarah, she was just kind of a role model. And then I was just naughty. I don't know how else to put it. And I paid for those decisions because if you're like sneaking out the window to meet 14 year old boys that have 14 year olds emotions and hormones, you're going to end up in some really crappy situations. And I paid for that. So um, when Sarah talks about uh, being like a mother, like I'll never forget, like I was really, really depressed. And Sarah told me, I said, I because I wanted to like take my life. I was just that uh, depressed. And I remember Sarah like crying and saying like, if I have to like take you on my back and carry you, like you're you're going to come out of this, and that stayed with me like my whole life. Wow! You know? And even Leah, as much as I, it made me mad that she would tell on me for sneaking out, like I still remember like Leah being there, and then Leslie was just so sweet. Like I knew how much she looked up to me as her big sister, and just wanting to be a better example. And I always, you know, getting older, I don't like 
you know, I've said sorry, but like, I wish that I'd set a better example. And in a lot of ways, I did regret that because I didn't take it uh, to heart that I was, uh, you know, so that's just a little bit of my perspective from growing up. Yeah, I'm not crying. We're all like tearing up. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're just and so then, thankful that you're where you're at now, Katie. Yeah. Um, so me being uh, like, I'm like the classic middle kid. Even mm-hmm. though Katie and I were both middle kids, I am the classic middle kid, and that's like so. In some ways, it was really good because, like, I kind of, like, flew under the radar and could just kind of be my own person and didn't get in trouble. But in other ways, sometimes I did feel like, no, it saw me. It sounds so sad. (laughs) But, like, but I honestly think that that, like, looking back now that that was a blessing because I could have gotten in so much more trouble. And I think also, like, I've always been like an individualist and what I mean by that is I just really care about being my own person. So I think that helped me not be as impressionable like when it came to like you guys and like the things that you succeeded in or the things that you like didn't succeed in like I felt like I was pretty much like convinced that I just needed to make my own decisions and be my own person. But I would definitely say that Sarah and I felt like I followed in her footsteps the most because I did like the most similar things. Like Sarah and I, we went to youth group together. Like um, we just, it just seemed like whatever Sarah was doing, I ended up doing, which is kind of another interesting dynamic. But ultimately, I would say that's kind of where I fell was just like the classic middle kid where I just, you know, I just just hung out I wasn't very problematic (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) just watch things go down (laughs) you were a little bit of a rascal I was (laughs) oh please elaborate no just kidding (laughs) I'll let you elaborate you know it (laughs) you were more like an in the house rascal and just a little oh yeah (laughs) yeah well I was like let's just be honest I was super sensitive like to a like like and that was like one of my best traits I would say but also one of my worst traits and because I was so sensitive if I cried mom and dad would be like oh no what has happened and so whatever punishment would come to the girls because they made Leah cry it was like probably to an unfair degree because of it so you're right I could I could stir up some trouble (laughs) all right so Leslie now comes down to you being the youngest what was that like Being the youngest was um, really special, I feel, Uh, Mm -hmm. especially like being the youngest of like the four sisters of you guys being my older sisters. You all really shaped me into the person that I am. Um, All I remember, though, from being younger was just how loved I felt. I knew that everyone just absolutely adored me. Like I knew You were so adorable. That's so true. And I have like really specific memories that I'll share with you guys that I hold on to each of you. Um, Sarah, for you, I remember we'd go to the grocery store and I would call you mom. (laughs) No, because I wanted everyone to think she was a teen mom. (laughs) 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 The truth comes out. And then that bit me in the butt because I became a teen mom. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then um, Katie, with you, I remember um, you would always read to me at night. Because it seems like I ended up sleeping with all of you guys. Like, I just didn't like to sleep alone. So I'd crawl in bed with whoever would let me. And so I remember you'd read to me at night. And then, Leah, when I would sleep with you, you had those creepy sheets with the Sesame Street characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The, The statue man that you were terrified of that you would cry over in the night. Oh, That's yeah. what I remember. I I was I was <laughs> that memory is not the best of you, but I remember those sheets <laughs> were terrifying. <laughs> what is one thing that we all shared in common growing up as sisters? Mm, good question. Oh, definitely being bullied. So for each of us, it's crazy. We all have like these like epic bullying stories. Um, Sarah. Yeah, I think for me, I was bullied in high school and I can't remember really the exact timeline, but I mean, I was bullied on many different occasions and in different ways, but the most Mm -hmm. intense bullying, um, that I ever had ended up having me quit high school and, in high school, my friend at the time, my best friend at the time, um, and I weren't allowed to hang out with each other anymore. And I just did something silly. I just told her that her boyfriend had called her a bad name. And it's so silly, but it ended up being this huge ordeal where she would be name calling me like in the hallways. And it got to the point where boys all of a sudden started like making fun of me too. I think she must've got like guys make fun of me and they ended up making like a website about me and it said, Sarah Miller is a frog. And it had like these frogs and it was like ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. And then I was dumb, you know, in high school you do dumb things. And I had like smoked pot pot one time and they put a poster in my locker that had like a frog smoking a bong and it was like just like saying all this like crazy stuff about me and then eventually it's like my friend and I got in a huge fight and I was on crutches and she was like trying to kick the crutches out from underneath me and I like (laughs) (laughs) sorry this is just like so like just when you think it's bad it gets even like and um I ended up like taking my backpack and I was like swinging at her like trying to like you know, oh like, trying to hit her. <laughs> While on crutches. And, um, wow. I ended up, well, I just had, like, water on the knee. My knees were, like, my knees were kind of swollen. So it wasn't like I was, like, a broken, like, anything. Just, um, and that's, yeah, yeah. that was my, um, but each and every one of us had really intense bullying stories. Katie, um, what was one of your stories? Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> Mine started in middle school, and it's, I don't really remember exactly why or how. I mean, granted, like, I was genuinely a freak. Like, I can't seem to escape that reality as I was a little bit spastic and not, like, um, so I think that affected my overall social experience, but I lost, like, all my friends, and then my friends, uh, or I had, like, this one friend, and we used to, like, always, like make up screen names and like 
message the popular girls. But then when she ended up becoming like one of the popular girls, she basically told her everything that we had done. And so it just made me sound like a psycho. Like we did like great phone calls, made up screenings. We thought it was so hilarious. But then it just made it look like I was like this creepy stalker. So that was kind of like what started it. And so even just in high school, like it was like there was just a lot of things that people assumed about me. And, and the more like I felt like those assumptions like weighing in on me, the more introverted I became and I became like super angry and I wouldn't talk to anybody. And so I just looked mad all the time. Like I remember like people saying that I looked scary and I was like, I'm like a little person. So I am not a scary person. I'm not violent. I'm just... I'm a pacifist, but I had the wrong ideas spread about me, like wildfire, and I ended up having my backpack thrown in the trash, and I got into some trouble with the law, and so I was taken out of public school, and I ended up finishing uh, school at another location, and yeah, it was just, but it was crazy, like, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm really sorry that that happened. I know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I remember there were, like, at one point, this is, like, before things got really, really bad, Sarah made an audio recording for me to listen to at school, and she made these recordings where she was my life coach, and she was like, Katie, <laughs> I, was, I, said, I had these on my headphones, she'd go, Katie, go into the bathroom, stand in front of the mirror, look to your left, Look to your right and say, I am cooler than you. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay, Leslie, we've spent a lot, enough time talking about me. What about you? Okay, so my story is kind of similar to Sarah's. Um, I kind of provoked my bullying a touch. Okay. So my um, bullying story is actually with a friend that I'm still friends with. I think I'm the only one that can say that out of all four of us. Wow. Um, but I did something naughty and I, I told her boyfriend that she was, you know, not being faithful to him, which was the truth. And I can't tell you why I did it because it's like girl code. You broke girl code, but I did. And of course she was very upset with me, which I totally don't blame her. But, um, in result, her and like that whole friend group, everyone of course sided with her and they ended up just kind of shutting me out for, I would say like a solid month and one of the only things that I can really remember about it besides feeling like totally depressed and like hopeless because I was in seventh grade and I'm like this is the end but <laughs> um I was going through this phase where like I don't know if you guys can relate when you're using like a shampoo for too long and your hair starts to grow build up right mm -hmm. and your hair looks like you hadn't washed it even though you were washing it it looks like greasy so they were picking on me for having greasy hair and I'm like I shower <laughs> <laughs> but my bullying story was definitely not as intense as you guys because like I said after about a month we we made up and we've been fine ever since but yeah right. I know Leah she um Leah might have had I don't know a we've little all had a bit hard time, but, I yeah. yeah I feel like overall I really didn't experience a lot of bullying because like when you're like the middle like when you're like middle class like like what I mean is like you're not really like geeky you're not really popular you're just kind of right in the middle and that was like the sweet spot if you didn't want to get bullied like it was just be the normal kid mm -hmm. um but in fifth grade like I guess like I had befriended like um 
Like, I always seemed to befriend the new, the new girl or whatever. And so I was friends with the new girl. And little did I know that the new girl would become, like, the it girl, like, that everybody wanted to be friends with. And somehow, I don't know what happened. It was just, like, I had this small group of friends. And one the next day, I went to school. And it was, like, all of a sudden, everyone had, like, turned on me and didn't like me anymore. And I never really understood why. To this day, I couldn't give you a reason because... I just honestly can't think of anything. I mean, maybe I provoked it, but I don't remember. Um, but right after that, like, I remember, like, them bullying me. And one one girl specifically was egging them all on. And it just got to the point where I was paranoid constantly. And so my mom, like, towards the end of the school year, um, got permission to pull me out of school. And I finished the year at the end. And I started seeing a therapist. So, and that's... <laughs> Oh, yes. story. <laughs> but yeah. Tell was, it. Tell <laughs> it. Okay. All right. So this is like really dorky, but um, my first time seeing a therapist, um, you know, I went there, you know, told her about my bullying experience and everything. And she asked me what I love to do. And I told her that I love to sing, which is true. I still love to sing. But she asked me if I'd sing a song for her. And so I remember this one therapy session where I stood up and, you know, took center stage in the middle of the therapy yes. and uh, <laughs> belted, I believe I can fly <laughs> like, with my I whole heart. <laughs> we need a rendition. <laughs> I believe I can touch. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I can't rel relive it, Leslie. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was one of those like bullying moments that actually ended up being like a good thing when I look back on it because it changed forever who my group of friends were and my trajectory like going forward. And I kind of got out of that group of people that would do things like that. And and so I would say I was pretty fortunate to not have the bullying experiences that you guys did. Yes. I think that all of us could say um, this, this this statement is true that what doesn't like kill you can make you stronger. Yeah, and, you know it really does take like um, a death of like any story in order for there to be like a resurrection. And mm -hmm. so I feel like um, rather than these stories owning you, we can own these stories. Yeah, totally. make it to a positive experience and make it so that we grow stronger. Yeah, I mean now like. I was going to say now, um, because I went through so many years uh, without friendships, like any friendships, like people just didn't like me, they didn't talk to me, so I had no like best friends like you do when you're like all that like girl group stuff, and so then uh, in my later years, you know, you get out of the nebulous of high school and you realize life is so much bigger than that, and now like I value relationships so much more, like I love people, like uh, it's something that I'm passionate about and that's, I don't think it would be the same if I had always had relationships. Like I don't take it for granted. Um, and I don't take people for granted. Like I want people to not feel the way I felt. And that's to this day, like year, I mean, it's been over 10 years since high school. And that's something that instead of becoming like a bitter hardened person, like I, uh, you know, I said on my bio, like I'm a people person and I, and I am, and I always will be. Yeah, I just want to say something about Katie here because Katie has turned around and become one of the most loyal friends that you could have. And mm -hmm. and you've been the friend to people who have no friends. And so I would say that you're like a classic example of somebody who has 
taken what they've went through and turned it around and done for others what wasn't done for you. And so I just want to like just commend you for that. Thanks, Leah. Round of applause for you, Kate. Okay, we're shifting gears here a little bit. Uh, we want to pick up the speed. So I want to talk about crushes and the most embarrassing thing that you guys have done. So I'll go first. I had a crush that I somehow got his photo, a physical photo <laughs> of him. And I slept oh, no. with the photo under my pillow for months. <laughs> and I was trying to – not sure what I was thinking would come of it, but who does that? You do, apparently. <laughs> I, um, okay, so I had a Scooby-Doo journal. I don't know how to, like, say one crush, but I'll say this. I remember rereading it in my Scooby-Doo journal, like, years later. Uh, I was like, I love boys so much. I am just obsessed with boys. I just, I just think they're the greatest thing ever. And I was literally going on and on about how much I love and adore boys. And I think if anyone like single-handedly made dad start the We Hate Boys Club, it was my doing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And she's being right. serious. Our dad no, really started a We Hate Boys Club. Do you remember yeah, he said, that? Boys only want one thing, so join me in my We Hate Boys Club. <laughs> <laughs> Who did he say that to? Uh, oh, he didn't say it to everybody. <laughs> Just, <laughs> to not me. Just to you, not Katie. Me. Apparently not to you guys. Oh, oh, no. You said it made it sound like he actually started a physical club. He oh, did. I thought he Are did. Katie. Well, it was, how it did was, he start a physical club? No, he didn't. It was like more like a, a like when Dad told us to put a dot on the calendar for our period. And like no one actually did it. <laughs> that was so awkward. Yeah. Oh, and a poor Dad. Dad. You know he's in a he's in a house full of women. He's like, can someone just give me a warning? You don't even have to put your name. I just need to know to avoid you guys for a bit. I know. Oh my God. Dad was raised by a Marine and then only had a brother growing up. So for him to have four girls, he did amazing. Oh, he but he was definitely so had. awkward about that type of thing. Though. Oh my gosh, I know. We, we should save that for a whole. We're gonna, yeah. Okay, Sarah and Leah, you guys need to spill the beans. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not like some long, elaborate thing, but I had the same crush for like. At least 10 years, maybe longer. <laughs> like my entire childhood from like five till I was like 17 or 18. And literally, I kid you not, my youth pastor had to sit me down and say, Sarah, you might not be the one. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, what did you, your shoes, right? So what I did was I used to write, his name on the bottom of my shoes and I'd be like, I heart and his name. I had a little mini backpack that was like really <laughs> popular in the nineties. And like his name was like written on the inside of it. And like, I mean, his name <laughs> was written everywhere in my life. I love blah, blah, blah. And like, I thought, Oh, I used to write my name in cursive, Sarah, Rebecca, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I was <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> oh my word. All right, Leah, you're very quiet over there, so what's good? Okay, so um, 
one of my embarrassing crush stories. I have you to blame, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I led you astray. You led me astray. So I was in first grade and I had this massive crush on a boy. And I made the mistake of telling Katie about it. (laughs) And Katie instructed me about how I should handle this crush. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, baby. And she told me to write him a love letter. (laughs) (laughs) I love love letters. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, it gets worse. So I write him this elaborate love letter. And then I, like, you know, fold it all up. And then Katie's like, you need to seal it with a kiss. And does anybody <laughs> remember, like, SWAC, like SWAK, sealed with a kiss? So she, like, makes me put lipstick on. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I'm in first grade. And mind you, like, I, this is just, like, something completely out of my character. And I seal the letter with lipstick and write SWAK on it. <laughs> And I stick it in his cubby at school, and I can't tell you. Not like, even a locker; it's a cubby. Not even, a, not even a locker, a cubby. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think the most embarrassing part is that I don't remember anything that came of it. I don't even think I remember him reacting to me at all. <laughs> like just oh, dead God. silence. Maybe that's no. a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. looking back, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what about the pizza? What about the pinky guy? The pinky guy? Oh, Katie seems (laughs) to have this. Go ahead, Katie. No, I just have this memory of Leah either telling me the story or writing in her journal about some guy that was able to lift, like, one of those kid tables, like, you know, like, in kindergarten with his pinky. And she was like, he is a superhero. Oh, yeah. I wrote about him in my journal. I was like, yeah. he can lift a whole table with his pinky. I love him. Oh <laughs> I wasn't lying at all. Oh, I had a crush on one boy, but then he didn't like my Halloween costume, so I punched him in the face. Wow. What? Oh, yeah. I was dressed up as Cinderella and I just like let him have it. (laughs) Never. I went, there was one year, I don't know what I was going through that year, but there was a year in grade school where I was extremely violent. It was just like a one year thing. (laughs) I remember I even have like in like our, like our parents' memory box of like stuff. I saw my like report card and it has like, I remember this. Here and on the report card, it has like a bunch of like incidents of me like hitting people. <laughs> oh my god! So, I was a little sassy. Can we talk about violence as sisters? Because I feel like a lot of times you hear no, no, no. I'm not gonna. Okay, go fair enough. That. Okay, I'm like no, 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 don't. But you usually hear about sisters like oh, I have girls and they just love each other and they just like to play and they have dolls, but do you guys remember dad used to call us? We're like his little boys. We oh, were brawlers. We were brawlers. We would wail on each other sometimes <laughs> when we would okay. get. Lee and I, <laughs> um, we, we actually had a punching game. And one time we thought it was funny. Like we used to punch each other for fun. Like we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and then one time at Disneyland, we got into a fist fight, but it wasn't a real fist fight. It was a pretend. I fist thought it fight. was. No, no, we were really was it real. Each other. Oh yeah, it we got real. hurt, and then we started like actually fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Disneyland. Oh, they had the happiest place on earth. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my gosh, Leah. 
<laughs> you remember the time that we were at church and we were rolling around the floor fighting and, t- and the, janitor, <laughs> the janitor had to stop us? <laughs> oh, yeah. She was just like, I'm so glad my kid isn't like you. Look at us now! One specific memory that I have, and I can't remember what we were fighting over necessarily, but this was one that involved all four of us at once. So it was literally, <laughs> it was a mosh pit. And I was old enough to know how to use the phone. So I called dad. I got dad on the line. I'm like, you got to come home right now. We're going to kill each other. Was I throwing apples at you guys? Probably. It had something to do with a vacuum cleaner. That's all I can remember. I remember getting apples. Chucking apples Oh my gosh. Katie made us do some pretty like weird stuff growing up. Like, do you remember the wash? Oh my gosh. I knew this this was gonna come back to haunt me. Speaking of abuse. (laughs) Is what's what does masochist mean? Oh my god. I don't know. All right. I used to (laughs) play this game where I I would open all the windows so it was like freezing cold and I would say (laughs) (laughs) and then I would give them a quote unquote blanket and it would just be like a washcloth and I would be like see how long you can survive in the dead of winter (laughs) in May it's a dirty beat but less we had one this is a little bit messed up (laughs) leslie sarah and i had a little katie and i would lay under the blankets on our bunk bed and we would egg (laughs) leslie on for whatever reason god knows why to chuck toys at us (laughs) Under the blankets, and it was like exhilarating and exciting because you never knew what a dollhouse would <laughs> hit you in the head. A dollhouse? Oh my god! No, no, no. no. I was at I was first. Strong. It was like it was like lightweight stuff, like just a little thing. <laughs> <laughs> then once I realized like, it wasn't hurting you guys, I was like, "Let me go get the doll." Well, you know what? <laughs> okay, wait. No, I think you're remembering this a little bit different because Leslie, you were a total sweetheart, and I don't even think that you necessarily liked it, but. Sarah and I were like, come on, give us your best shot. Because <laughs> <laughs> was like throwing Barbies at us. And we're like, no. Like, we oh, like egg her on. And so next thing you know, she throws the Fisher Price dollhouse at us. <laughs> oh we were fine. We loved it. It was yeah. awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> So, guys, this has been so much fun. I love talking with my sisters. And we want to thank everyone for your support and listening to us. And we can't wait to talk with you all next week.